Hi everyone, Sarah here, and thank you for tuning into another episode. This week, Kathy and I discuss our funny, random, and even toxic bad habits while taking a deep dive into how these behaviors have shaped our experiences. We even bond over a controversial habit that we confess we aren't particularly proud of. Thank you again for your support, and we hope you enjoy. Hello, it's me. I was wondering if you were listening to We've Made a Mistake. Hello. Did we get it? Yeah. (laughs) Hi, guys, and welcome back. This is Kathy. And this is Sarah. (laughs) And this is... Well, oh, we, we said it. Yeah, like, we, we made them. You know yeah, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you clicked. You have to listen you, to you now. already know what it is. Um. So, how, how's everything? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Wait, can I make a confession right now? Yes, make a confession. Okay. My okay. So I'm wearing jeans, which is a historical moment. During we've made a mistake recording because I've only worn sweatpants mm-hmm. up to this point. I don't know if yes. you've noticed. Sarah, just have your moment. Sarah has lost some pounds. Oh, I've lost six pounds, <gasps> you guys. Six pounds. Yeah. Um, basically, just like eating rabbit food all day. <laughs> um, and I've worn purposely <laughs> larger pants to just feel like I lost weight. So no, no hey, when, uh, I first, when I first got here, I was like, "Have you lost weight?" Like. Can- <laughs> Kathy, like, she made a transformation, but then she was like, actually, I'm just wearing really baggy clothes. (laughs) Um, But, like, the jeans – so the jeans I'm wearing, like, they're so tight that I'm kind of having a stomach ache. Good. I want – just kidding. (laughs) Motivation. But, Sarah, I can see it, and congratulations. I'm very happy for you. Are you just saying that? No. Okay. I am very jealous. I'm just buying bigger clothes. But you. you're welcome. <laughs> um, but has what has happened this week? Like in the news? GameStop. Or, yes. Ga- some GameStop news? Some stock market news? Uh, some stuff in the – and then – yeah. Like, not, that I, not that I know what I'm talking okay. about. Like Confession is like I have been trying to understand this <sighs> – so bad and like i'll learn it people will tell me examples and they're really good examples mm-hmm. and then i'll i'll overthink it and then i'm confused again so yeah. my friend told me the best okay. example give it to us okay so you have a you buy a tv okay or wait <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay work, okay just a preface we started this show with a little bit more wine than we're used to. Okay, yeah. But you true. know what? We're yes. having a blast. I hope you guys are having a blast too. Okay. So anyways, so a TV. Mm-hmm. So I sell you a TV mm-hmm. for $100. Okay. I don't physically have that TV yet, but you already bought it. Okay. 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 And then in my it mind. sounds like a scam. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like this sounds like that Craigslist shit. Yeah. When people like buy like houses to rent or whatever. And then you show up to the house and you're like, knock, knock, knock. I'm here. I, I'm the, the tenant. And then the, the owner answers the door and he's like, I'm not, I'm not renting a room. <laughs> this is just a premise that like. Wait, is this, is this whole thing a scam? No. no I okay. think the fact okay. is like. Basically, before I say this example, rich people could do what 
whatever the fuck they want because they have the money to yes. dispose of. Okay, yes. anyways, yes, TV. True. I sell you for $100. <laughs> yes, I bought the TV. You bought the TV. Yes. I don't physically have the TV okay. yet. Got My it. goal is the fact that that TV that I am supposed to get is going to lower in cost. Then the TV sells for $75. Okay. I give you the TV. You paid me for the TV for $100. I profited $25. Oh my god, you lost me. I'm sorry. It's I. I'm like right now. I feel like I'm feeling myself. Like I understand it, but I, in ten minutes, I'm gonna forget. When we listen exactly. back to this, it's gonna sound <laughs> it's like, like, like Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown talking to his teacher, and it's like. This reminds the other night I watched Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, <laughs> and um, Leo was like on the phone mm-hmm. with like the his lawyer or whatever, and the lawyer was like, "Don't use your house phone. It's being tapped by the government or whatever." And then Leo is like saying something completely comprehensible like in his mind yeah. but really the quaaludes kicked in and like to the lawyer he was like i sure want the tv and like that's this moment for me yeah, yeah. but the wolf of wall street in the movie itself i do remember the parts where it's like he'll talk to them um to the camera he's like you don't need to know this and i'm like honestly thank you for telling me because i wasn't gonna understand i was it. about to tune out anyways <laughs> I still don't know what penny stocks are, even though yeah, I've seen I, that movie. I think that's why, like, if I, I someday want to get to that point where I'm so, like, I'm good enough where I can invest and yeah. just be like, you know what, financial advisor, mm-hmm. here's what, give, make, make this more or yes. something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zero clue. Yeah, I wish I understood the stock market. Yeah. Um, there was, like, a subreddit that I looked at the other day where they were talking about, like, the GameStop thing and the mm-hmm. AMC and, like, buying stocks or whatever. And I read it like seven times and I still didn't understand it. Yeah. Yeah. I, when my friend messaged the group like about this whole debacle, mm-hmm. I had to pause the podcast I was listening to so mm-hmm. I can fully read it. And mm-hmm. then I read it multiple times. Yeah. And it, it, I was able to absorb it for like 10 <laughs> minutes, like I said before. But now the fact that I told you the premise, like I still don't know what it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> But oh my gosh! So a lot of people for the underdog, yay for GameStop or like yeah. yay for the yeah the underdog people yeah. who aren't like hedge funds or whatever mm-hmm. making money. I love you guys. I support you. Good for yeah. you. Like I always root for the underdog. You know, so that's that's what I got out of it. Yay, we're pro underdog. <laughs> yeah, we're pro underdog. <laughs> um. So what are we going to talk about this episode? GameStop. <laughs> We're going to be talking about our bad habits. Yeah. Essentially, this whole episode is going to be about normalizing our bad, bad habits. habits. But acknowledging the bad ones. Mm-hmm. And well, then they're all bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then giving some insights on like on some situations or stories that have happened. Yes. And habits. also – emphasizing the fact that at the end of the day we're all human and we partake in some form of toxicity yes. in one way or the other like a bad behavior I whatever know you want to call it you may think that we're we've been perfect the past couple episodes i know that's what you think but, <laughs> but this i gotta episode. break it to you i'm sorry guys to disappoint <laughs> you. so now we get into some of our random bad habits yes so kick us off kathy so one random thing is i walk really loud and i 
eat really loud as well. Um, I've had coworkers tell me, so when I go to my office, I have to go up a staircase Mm -hmm. and they tell me they know when I'm coming up, if it's me, because I am, I pound when I walk Uh and it's gone to the point where I usually wear heels because I'm five foot, which is even more embarrassing because I'm already short and I'm making so much noise. But you're I, so little. <laughs> How does a person make that much noise? <laughs> um, I passionately walk. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I have to get like the heels that are thick and with mm-hmm. because the the skinny ones are gone within a yeah. month, and it's yeah. really embarrassing because like. I remember I had at my one of my previous jobs, this girl was like, because we had wear the same shoe size. She was like, Can I borrow your shoes? And I'm like, sure. And I was so embarrassed because it was just the metal part of the heel. And like she's like, Oh, do you have any others? And underneath oh. my desk, they all were the metal part. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I actually really connect to that because mm-hmm. um I also am a loud eater. Like yes my boyfriend and my brother primarily mm-hmm. those are those are the two people in my life who have called me out on it yeah um about the way that i eat and like su- subconsciously like i eat sometimes and i think i just enjoy it so much i'm Same. so present mm-hmm. in like the food <laughs> that i'm eating <laughs> that i like chew i like don't chew with my mouth closed always yeah and so Same. my brother will be like sarah god <laughs> like f- for the love of god and this is when you know you are a loud eater is because i'll be watching a show and I'll be eating chips. Yeah. But it's like I have to stop eating chips because I cannot hear the dialogue oh, on no. the TV. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, this is a problem, but I will never solve it. <laughs> and I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I walk loud, mm-hmm. but more so I walk really hard. With passion. Yeah. Like I'm very rough on my shoes. I feel like I'm constantly having to buy new work shoes like mm-hmm. every two months pretty much I wear my work shoes out to the point where I have to buy new ones yeah and I don't know how I get over that like how do I get over that hump like some of my coworkers wear the same pair of shoes like throughout the year mm-hmm. and I'm just like how I don't understand that yeah I think there was a time where I tried to stop walking so loud mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like I think it changed my posture to Ooh, a point where in a good way I no oh. it's like I've gone called out like okay. why are you walking like that <laughs> oh god so it's either like why are you walking so loud why are you walking like that yeah. why are you standing like that god, can it can where does the criticism end? I people? know. At this point, let's just fucking wear roller skates and just go with the flow. Yeah, like, um, that reminds me. Do you remember those? Uh, she's when we were little. The Heelys. The Heelys. Yes. I thought I was so. You could walk cool. or roll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. What's another one? Um. I spend too much at just in general, but in a mm. grocery store, I feel like mm. I embody this idea that I'm going to turn into this master chef and I'm just going to cook this amazing meal. So I'll buy all these like random spices. Uh-huh. I'll buy like, I don't know. What's, Everything but the baby. Yeah, I'll buy like some <laughs> lamb and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to make some fucking lamb amazingness. And then I'll like just rant polenta. Like I'll buy all this random stuff. Polenta? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? I know in the moment I think I'm a master chef and then I'll come home and then I just like end up like making chicken and rice. Like, 
but then I'll be left over with all of the, these things yeah. that I have like no purpose with doing. And then I yeah. get so mad at myself because that's an extra $30 yeah. I could have pocketed to buy more rice and chicken. chicken. <laughs> yeah. And no, sometimes I end up throwing out like grocery yeah. items because like uh, – Or even health constant. stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll buy a bunch of healthy foods like vegetables thinking I'm going to be that person and yeah. I'm not that And you're person. not. Yeah. Stop yeah. lying. We just need to stop lying to ourselves, I think. But yeah, sometimes I end up throwing out some of the stuff that I get because mm-hmm. it goes bad before I can eat it. Like it's a situation where my eyes are bigger than my stomach oh, kind of yeah. thing. Also, here's a pro tip. Don't shop on Hungry. an empty stomach. That's true. Yeah. That's like me going to Because I get all of the snacks that looked le- – look appealing yeah tasty and i always feel like if i buy something Mm -hmm. at sprouts and it could be literally just sugar like Mm -hmm. it could be like peach rings or whatever but the fact that i bought it at sprouts i'm a health goddess about it yeah and i'm good (laughs) no i splurge hard like not just at the grocery store Mm -hmm. but especially with like skincare or dsw is a big one that's first of all that's where I go to buy my shoes. Yeah. Like, well, you shoes. need it because we walk passionately. Our yeah. shoes get ruined. <laughs> but I don't know what it is. Like, I only trust buying shoes from DSW for some reason. Um, but I lie to myself thinking I'm only going to buy one pair. And every time I always come out with like $200 in the hole, <laughs> multiple pairs of shoes. But I do have an agreement with myself. Whenever I buy new shoes, Mm-hmm. I have to get rid of the same amount of shoes that I'm like. Oh, so that's it's never nice. A situation where like I, um, I have more shoes than I actually have room for. Like I get yeah. rid of. You're not Imelda Marcos with just like layers upon layers. I don't know so who that is. The Filipino, <laughs> um, like she was. I think she was like a. Is she a hoarder? No, she was like a Filipino. I know she was like in some type of political thing. Uh huh. And she just has one of the most expansive amounts Shoe of collections. shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God. I feel like I, I already have a collection that's, like, too big for my comfort. Like, I have a lot of pair of shoes, but I probably only wear, like, three of them. Yeah. I have so many pairs of, like, really nice heels that mm-hmm. I never wear. <laughs> I think when I buy, like, a good pair of heels or, or like, a splurge, I'm just yeah. like, I'm going to be wearing these when I do, like, my business meetings. Or I'm going to be wearing these Events. when I go on a nice dinner. Yeah, but no. No. <laughs> It's always comfort over everything. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, but I also – I can't shop with other people. Oh, same. Because I, I can't help but think, like, it's just going to be an exhausting experience for them. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so indecisive, like, almost to a fault. Yeah. To where I overthink every purchase, mm-hmm. even when it comes to, like, what kind of gum to get or a snack. Yeah. Like, if, I, if I'm if i craving something sweet, I spend forever trying to figure out, like, okay, I don't want to get candy because that will mm-hmm. make me feel too guilty. But I don't want to get fruit because that won't be satisfying enough. So I have to find, like, the happy medium. <laughs> I think I can't, like, like you said – when you shop for yourself, you're so indecisive. Mm-hmm. When I hear a girl or like when my friends say like, oh, we should go shopping together, I panic mode yeah. <laughs> because I cannot shop with someone because I shop in such a bizarre way. You like start like, hyperventilating. I start like – like Home Goods is a great example like yeah. I said before. But oh, I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. walk through the, through the store, add stuff to my cart, yeah. and then throughout the store, I'm like, I'm not <laughs> – I'm that crazy person. They probably seen the monitors that's like getting stuff and taking them out of the cart, like throughout the whole 
thing. And then the worst part about Home Goods is the line is so long. Yes. So you have so much time to contemplate your decisions. And they know what they're doing because they, they add put, more shit. They, it, while you're waiting in line, yeah. they have shit on either side of you on the aisles. Yeah. And it's like you constantly are in this flux mode. Like, like do okay, I need this? Should I, like, should I get that? So oh my God, through oh my that God. whole the line's time, moving, I need to grab it. When I'm <laughs> snake moding my way down yes. the line, I'm fucking chain, exchanging stuff, adding more stuff, yep. losing stuff, yep. having existential like crises yeah. where I'm just like, yeah. I need these bath salts. I know. And I it's know. just, I get to the point where I'm at the end and I have a completely different cart. <laughs> yeah. When, and, when yeah. I go to Home Goods, it's not just like, oh, I'm running an errand or it's like a, tr- no, I'm it's a day of experience. It's an excursion. Yeah. Yeah. It is like a, a journey to Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I am gone for literally hours. What's like a three school hours. day? Eight hours? That's exactly what this yes. is. Yeah. So yeah, that's um, another. I might um, as well just say like, okay, bye, babe. I'm going to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also I'm a perfectionist, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like, outfits like buying outfits or like home decor yeah I have to like the vision that I have in my mind has to match like the items that I'm getting um and basically like if it doesn't look like the pages of home and garden I don't want it like (laughs) better home and garden like that you're like (laughs) would Martha Stewart hold this would she approve (laughs) and I don't want it (laughs) yeah I don't I don't have that like like people like Martha Stewart or like interior decorators, mm-hmm. like I feel like they're probably very intuitive yeah. about things and how they go together and like what works and what doesn't. I don't have that in me. Yeah. So I have to take much longer to come to a decision. And when I, even though I take so long to make decisions when I buy stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like I end up with a product that I did not need. Like I'll start mm-hmm. with like with logical reasoning when I try to buy something. And then within the line, I end up with like a decorative cactus. <laughs> And I'm like, where the fuck does this go? Like, I think I just feel like I'm in this time crunch where I have to get something. Yeah. And then I just lose all, like. Like, space and time does yeah. not exist. Like, we're stuck in a continuum. Like, home goods is like another dimension. It's like the Matrix. Yeah. Right? Um, but I love home goods to sponsor. But I love, Yes. Um, we don't say that in like a negative light. Yeah. We love you, Home Goods. I know the fact that we spend so many hours there. I think. Oh my says god, a lot. I I think I've literally spent thousands of dollars at Home Goods. Same, and, and I haven't even had a home that long. <laughs> <laughs> like there was literally no reason for me to buy anything at Home. Like I was living with my mom before. Like, but I'm like, I need this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um. Another what other, what other oh. bad bad <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, which is another <laughs> thing. <laughs> Brings us to our next point. <laughs> I say sorry too much. And that's mm-hmm. my personal thing. Like mm-hmm. I say sorry to a point where like it doesn't even it doesn't even uh, need to be said in a conversation. Yeah. Like sometimes, okay, this is when I used to go to SDSU. Hey, Aztecs. As alumni. Hey. <laughs> oh, party school, which I've never gone to I a party. I never, like, literally never attended one party while I was attending <laughs> SDSU. Besides the other ones. But um, I, in the SDSU bookstore or okay. whatever, I ran into mannequins. Okay. And I fucking apologize. (laughs) And I remember the only way it made it even more embarrassing was someone saw me Mm -hmm. 
apologize. <laughs> and I, instead of laughing at the situation at hand, maybe even bonding, maybe even making a fucking friend. Yeah. I just kept walking. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is embarrassing. So, I was, yeah. was going to say mine is I apologize to my dog. Like sometimes I accidentally step on him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, my baby. I'm so sorry. And like I act as if he's like a human child. <laughs> um, But after hearing your mannequin thing, I you feel, feel much better. better. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I apologize to fucking inanimate objects. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, To the point where like I know it's bad where I need to like stop. And yeah. it's not even the funny part. It's in general. I yeah. keep apologizing. And I feel like I should know when I am not at fault. <laughs> <laughs> and I shouldn't apologize. So. Yeah. I, I feel like for the most part I say sorry too much when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. And I don't Same. know. I don't know what it is. Like maybe it's that like um, um, customer service. Kind yeah, of it's like on the clock customer service. I'm in yeah. uniform. Yes. And I just want to be able to. When do in my doubt, job just right. apologize. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> I am all for that. Yes. But when I'm off the clock, mm-hmm. I feel like I, I still apologize. Oh, and I, feel I feel like, like Sarah's in, not like that. <laughs> my, except with the exception of my dog in my yeah. personal life. Um, I really am like a zero bullshit person and I probably don't say sorry enough. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's probably a phenomenon where, um, there are situations where I should take accountability and like apologize mm-hmm. and I choose not to, like, I take a very hard stance with things sometimes. <laughs> um, so I'm sorry to every, I'm sorry to my boyfriend primarily. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I feel like I can take a page from your book and I can really, and I feel like I can more. take a page from, oh, 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 we're, we're, we're holding we're our hands out to each other in a social distance. We're, so, we're socially distanced holding hands. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think if we could just like melt together as like one Make person, a new person, then it would be like the perfect amount. Of then I'd probably sorry. still say sorry to that person for giving them my attributes. <laughs> Um, a bad, a bad habit that I, like, this is on the daily too. Like, Mm -hmm. I have a constant struggle. I'm terrible with directions. Same. And, like, I excessively rely on my GPS. Mm -hmm. Even, like, embarrassingly so. Like Oh, same. Even up until recently, like, even though we've been recording this podcast, is this, like, our our ninth week recording? Um, up until like a couple of episodes ago, I still use the GPS to get to your house. Oh, I still use Even though yeah. I should know better. <laughs> Even for just like my jobs in the past, mm-hmm. I've used my GPS for a good three months yeah. prior to – and it gone, it's gone to the point where like I'll try to do it on my own, but sometimes I get so frustrated that mm-hmm. I'll just go back to my starting point and start mm-hmm. again. Like mm-hmm. it's that bad. <laughs> and sometimes it's like a comfort thing. Like – I think subcon like I can make it to your house without yeah. GPS, but it's like that safety net, right? Yeah, and I wonder how people did it. Honestly, I'm amazed Before. by the people. Remember Map Map Quest? Quest? You had to when print out print it and like hold it out. Like, how did you get to your or like even before your Map certain Quest. appointments? Wink, wink. If you had just like the fucking your, your Map Quest, <laughs> I just called them up. Like, okay, I'm uh, I'm getting there. You text them like your booty calls, and then like, but how do I get there? <laughs> like, what about like even before Map Quest when you had like the legit maps, like the county maps in your yeah. car, you know? And you would hold them out. That seems pretty dangerous too, like having them out in front of you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, anyway, I lived in San Diego my entire life. And, and I, still I still don't know. I'm yeah. so directionally I have a really embarrassing story. So I, when we, we both went to Mira Mesa High School, mm-hmm. and I remember it was like, I think it was like an ASB thing where mm-hmm. I had the our like our shirt on this is like San Diego or this was like probably cross country. I don't know. One of those. Um, but I remember walking around and someone asked me for directions and I was like, Oh, I'm not from here. And I had <laughs> literally like, had a shirt that said San, San Diego. Diego. Like but yeah, like I I don't know. And the people that I've given directions to, I'm sorry, you definitely got lost. <laughs> I will say though, just to play like devil's advocate, mm-hmm. people who usually get shirts that say San Diego on it are, are tourists. But well, mine was so at high school. Okay, okay. So and go. I was literally standing next to the high school, <laughs> so it's like no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, just to, like, defend my directionally challenged mindset, um, I'm easily distracted while driving. Like, Mm. I love to – I love driving just for the pure fact that I get to, like, listen to music and sing and dance. Like, that is my favorite. Mm -hmm. Like, I sometimes I will drive just for the hell of driving because I love that so much. Um, so it's like I'll get real into a song or whatever, like the performance of it. Uh-huh. Like so much to where like you pull out a, a stop sign or like a stop light. I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. I'll let the people see me like dramatizing. <laughs> I do like and, to like, do a good performing. dance party at a thing. Yes. But I take back what I said. I hate driving. So that's what I have an opposite of Sarah to the point where like this is really bad. I hope they're not listening. But I've gotten invited to like hangouts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where I'll see the location and I'll put it in my GPS and be like, mm-hmm. it's too far for me. <laughs> and that's the same thing with like dating. Like, like the anxiety if I find it. out how far you are, like I know this isn't even that far, but I live in like the downtown area. Yeah. So if you live in like Escondido, I'm like oh no, it's oh sorry, work. I cannot red flag <laughs> distance. <laughs> but yeah, d- driving directions. Generally, I just don't have like a great. Uh, this is terrible to say, but I don't focus very well on the road because I'm like doing other things. Yeah, like, and that's not having our a fault. concert in my car. That's <laughs> Apple's fault. <laughs> that's that's Google's fault. Apple, you you need like you need to get on Tesla's level and like invent a car that can like drive. Oh, itself. I wasn't even thinking of that. It's the fact that they made it so like reliable. Oh gosh. Gotcha. Yeah, it was a, it was a little like you're doing good, but. You're, you're, but not it's good not enough. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I'm horrible about being on time. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> the only thing I'm ever on time for is work. And even though, like, I, even then, I leave my house at like the last possible minute, and yeah. I make it like by the skin of my teeth. Yeah. Um. So like, I haven't been late to work in a hot minute, but I get there like right on the dot. And I can emphasize this. It's not just Sarah, but like, I feel like I'm an early person. So Mm -hmm. when we do our gatherings with our bigger group of friends, like we haven't done in a while, but when we did, I was early. I can, Mm -hmm. I'm confessing that I was probably the first one there, but the fact that no one was there yet, I would circle the fucking cul-de-sacs or circle like until I felt like someone texted like, oh, I'm here. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm on my way. Just because I 
was so embarrassed to always be like on time. Whenever we have our friend get together, I always arrive 15 minutes late. Yeah, <laughs> you were like one of the later just, ones. Just, hey. <laughs> no, just because I, I feel like usually that's kind of like our group trend. Yeah. And like, I, we don't arrive on time. I know. Yeah. And that's what I've been trying. I've been trying so hard to be fashionably late to be cool and stuff like that. But even like not just our friend hangouts, but yeah. like in parties general. in general yeah. or like whatever dinners I'm always the first one and it's I don't want to be that person I want that to be my bad habit and be like I'm sorry I'm just late (laughs) at least that's my only flaw (laughs) (laughs) um another one that's kind of like lighthearted. um I have a really bad habit of burning toast (laughs) Mm, this sounds so good like uh but I think the the bigger issue is I'm huge on multitasking and so like when I so my breakfast every single morning is like avocado toast. Like before mm-hmm. this health kick, it was just like oh wow avocado. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but um before like I had structured meals and I was actually like watching out for what I ate. Yeah, I would have buttered toast every single morning. So I've had I've had toast for like a good like you and toast are like like this. homies. Yeah, 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 we're the homies. Um. But now that, you know, I'm, tr- I'm trying to be a little bit more healthy. I'm doing avocado toast instead of <laughs> butter, you know, with hot yeah. – avocado toast with hot sauce. That's that's it. That's where it's at, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like I burn, like, three pieces of toast every week on average because the settings on my toaster, like, are too intense. Like, I don't know how to adjust – like, I don't know how to adjust it. Like, there's mm. only three buttons. It was a really basic – It's, like, low, medium, toast. high. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it was, like – what do you expect? That's like, like my toaster right now. Toaster. Yeah, yeah. That's how probably how much mine was too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I have it on like the med- – like I have it on the lowest setting I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Um, but like it's – even that is too intense to where it burns my toast unless yeah. I like flip it halfway through, you know. And like I'm so like big on multitasking. Like while my toast is cooking, I make my coffee or like yeah. – I take my supplements. Like I try to do other things to maximize my time mm-hmm. probably because of the fact that I'm running late. <laughs> so this is like, you know, the perfect marriage of some of my <laughs> worst habits um, <laughs> to the, to the point where I end up burning my toast a lot of the time. So yeah. it's something that I'm working on. You know, you grow, you live and you learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is also kind of a, like a more disgusting one. Um, I'm reading. I do the same thing. Okay, you do. Wait, Sarah, say it first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I I let so I do my laundry every single Sunday, right? Yes. I let my dog snuggle with the fresh laundry straight from the dryer. It's yeah. like his favorite thing. It's just so cute. Cause it's so warm. Like honestly, yeah. he. Okay. So when I I have my laundry basket, right, yes. and I'm I get into the house, he knows. Mm-hmm. He knows. I'm coming back in with the laundry. He's like jumping up and down. He knows it's that warm, warm. Yeah. Like he just wants to be warm. It's that and warm, warm. It's that warm, warm. And he's like jumping up and down. And like the moment I like throw it onto the bed, he he's jumps. like jumping. That's in exactly it. like he's my like cat. Digging his face mm-hmm. and like he loves it. And um, and it's I always know. like right when I fold like the towels, uh-huh. that's when Peter goes on it and just like just situates his like body <laughs> just and like, he just like pops and I'm just like you know what he's like this, this mine is. now. I'm like you know it is it's yours. It's yours. <laughs> And I know it's kind of disgusting because, like, 
I probably bathe my dog like once a week, maybe once every twice a week. So I know <laughs> it's not the most hygienic thing to let your dog so who's like exposed to the elements and outside, like yeah. walking outside, like go on your fresh, clean clothes. I understand it could be disgusting, mm-hmm. but I just want him to be happy. Yes. Okay. I care about his happiness yes. more than my own. Yes. He is my child. They are our children. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next one. Um, next, next topic. Next one. Um, so I, I have anxiety. I've mentioned this before, but predominantly I struggle with social anxiety like social situations Ooh, and like same. awkward i'm very mm-hmm. awkward it doesn't matter if i know you or not i'm See, awkward Sarah, you say that but you're uh, you're really good at hiding it i think it's because you're my friend but like okay. i feel like i'm obviously no, awkward. i'm really bad i'm so i'm so bad um and like it, it's like this this situation i find myself in a lot where like either i'm shoving my foot in my mouth mm-hmm. um or like rambling mm-hmm. and same. not even that like it's <laughs> It's not enough that the experience, like living through the experience once was traumatic, like dealing with, oh God, why did I say that? But I constantly obsess over past conversations. And it could be really small, but you still obsess. It could be like the things where like the person didn't even pay any mind to it and like they're not thinking about it. Like they don't even think about it ever again. But yet I'm over here obsessing over it and like, oh my God, why did I say that? Or why did I do that? Or like they must be thinking this about me. Like I obsess over it and like cringe at and my they probably own don't. self sometimes. I had um so there's this there's this cute valet guy uh-huh. and um he works at my work and he like he randomly I was getting water and he was like oh hey how's your day going and I'm like it's good and he was like oh yeah um and I and he was like yeah mine's going good too and I'm just like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I just like walked off and then like I I remember like the whole day I was thinking about them. I'm like, Kathy, you sound like a fucking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, you probably would doesn't think about anything. But you like, know what helps sometimes when I have those thoughts? Like, have I ever been in a situation where I was on the receiving end of an awkward person? Yes. Yes. And was I thinking bad yes. thoughts about <laughs> no? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Like I was <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, no, honestly, like, I just think like, oh, they're cute or like, that's endearing. Yeah. I think when it comes to things that you do or say, like, you're your own worst enemy, your own worst critic. Yeah, exactly. You totally, like, overthink what you say to death, Mm -hmm. you know, literally. I want to (laughs) die and crawl into a hole sometimes. (laughs) Um, I just have a couple of more, a couple of more. (laughs) I can definitely (laughs) agree with what you're about to say. Okay. I, yeah, um, I cry a lot. <laughs> Same. I cry with the randomest shit. Like, yeah, um, that Bowling for Soup song that's like, um, high school never ends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember fucking crying when that song came <gasps> on. Um, it, I, I, like, made myself listen to that song again and again and again. Yeah. The night of a graduation we just got back from grad night and i cried about that and it's not even a sad song it's like a song that's like saying how everyone's shit forever and i was just like oh it's so sad (laughs) no i connect to that because yeah it doesn't matter like what it is like it could be um a song it could be a movie Mm -hmm. um it could be just like it could just be me thinking about something that happened in the past like an awkward social interaction someone else cries i cry cry. Yeah. yeah Or, like, one time I was watching, like, these videos of, like, 
the tsunamis in Japan. Oh, like, that like, would make me cry for and, sure. Like bawling tears. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what it is. I feel like anything could like really make me cry. Yeah. Anyone's really... trauma becomes my trauma. Yes. <laughs> I absorb. Your like that's trauma. my hidden talent. I absorb other people's trauma. <laughs> And I could be that trauma. <laughs> oh, like an older man. It's like, oh. I fought 27 wars and oh, I had God. seven wives that died along the way. And I'm just like, me too. I'm just like, oh. That reminds me. Oh, my God. That reminds me one time I was helping this guy, right, at, at work with, like, adding his, adding him to, like, his dad's account. Mm-hmm. And his dad was sick and, like, yeah. in hospice and stuff like that. And, like, I didn't even actually meet his dad. Like, I just helped him with the process of, like, adding him as a joint owner. Like, yeah. Um, his dad had given, like, okay in advance mm-hmm. and whatever. I just added him. Um, and, like, he was telling me all these great things about his father, how he was, like, a war hero and, like, yeah. so admirable. And then literally, like, maybe three months later – he came the son came in and he was like oh i just have to let you know like my dad passed away and all of a sudden i just started bawling crying like i didn't even know the guy like Mm -hmm. it wasn't like i had a personal interaction with his father but but you invested in i was already invested in the story and like the fact like hearing a a hero of this country passed away like it was it just saddened me you know know. and Uh I'm just so sensitive. Like I, I think- am, and I admit it. Yeah. I feel like I've been trying to be like, oh, my gosh, I, I'm a bad bitch, and I don't <laughs> cry. But, no, I cry. I cry, cry. I oh, like, And even, like, show. That's why, like, I can't watch a Disney movie. I've said it before is because I get so sensitive. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What, one last one is um, I'm actually really kind of the worst at this. I talk a lot during movies and I'm very expressive. Like if something happens, I'm like, oh, how could she? Like- <laughs> That's me during scary movies. You do not yeah. want to bring me to a scary movie because no. I all the everything that like I feel like a director wants to emulate in the audience, mm-hmm. I do that times ten. <laughs> like it's not even a scary part, but I'm screaming. <laughs> well, at least the they the goal. I mean, they achieved their goal. Like they want, Plus they more. obviously want that reaction from the audience, and you're serving it to them. So, and it's not even like a scary movie. It's like the haunted house, like the cartoon. <laughs> like with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now we get serious. Serious. I have I have to like uh, lower my voice. I feel like we need like background music. And like, one. And two. Now we get serious. serious. These serious. are our bad habits that may have had some good turnouts and some really bad ones because we're humans. But mostly trauma. And trauma and sad. <laughs> I sadness. feel like I'm at a slam poetry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we just do the rest of the episode slam poetry style? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just kidding. We're kidding. <laughs> Please keep listening. Um. <laughs> so I can start. Okay. Go ahead. Uh. I have this bad habit of white lying, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which could be fine, but I feel like it's gone to the point where sometimes it takes an extra, you know, an extra step that shouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So a thing that I've noticed I've done, and it's, again, these white lies are like harmless, but they just affect me where I have to remember stuff. Okay. So in my job, I sell. Yes. And I think when I try to build rapport with a client, I think I'm just so in the moment of selling that I just like, agree. And mm-hmm. sometimes I like go a little bit above what I need to say. Mm-hmm. So there was this one client that said that he was from Denver. Mm-hmm. And I've been to Denver once, but 
it was a really short 24 hour trip and I barely saw anything. We didn't really see that many like cool mountains or mm-hmm. scenery. We literally just went to the bars and got hammered. You like dr- drove through Denver. <laughs> yeah. It was basically a really short trip, mm-hmm. but he was talking about like how he lived there and he loved like wilderness and mm-hmm. I fucking just like agreed. I'm like, I love wilderness. Oh, I've I been- hiked every mountain in Denver. I, I, oh, I, yeah. Denver, I was there. I did like I've seen, yeah, it's amazing. Like the amphitheater is so nice. Um, newsflash: I've never seen the amphitheater, <laughs> but I think in the moment, I think I've heard so many people say it that I could like just embellish what I'm saying. Is it Red Rocks? Yes, Red Rocks. Oh, I'm so like embodied. I've been there. Right <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And never. so I signed this client on. Okay. Um, and then. I remember he him bringing it up again oh about God. Denver, and I Does fucking, it like make you break out. Yeah, sweat every time. and so I had to bring it up again, and so it was like I dealt with this client for like a year and a half, and mm-hmm. it was just like I felt like I needed to get like a a shirt with like the Denver swag, <laughs> and I just feel like. I, I I love Colorado. I'd love to go back to Denver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but in that moment, it was definitely a white lie that just went above and beyond yeah. what it should be. Because it got to the point where he was talking about stuff that I should know. Oh, God. And I just like, it just kinda, sorry. Like, spun out of yeah. Control. yeah. But yeah. And then another thing that I did <laughs> was that I feel like I – um, like by osmosis, uh-huh. see movies that I've yeah. never seen. So, like, like another a good example would be the movie Up. Okay, I feel like I've heard so many little like stuff about it. Like you piece together, the I movie piece in together your mind. the movie, and I feel like I watched it to the yeah. point where someone will ask me about. It. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, is that Up? Love the movie, <laughs> very great. And that's the same thing with other stuff. Like I, it's. It's that bad where it's like I cannot recall if I've seen Schindler's List. Oh, I feel like I've I know how sad it is. I know I've I felt like I've read like the synopsis where I felt like I legit can't tell you if I'm like you lying. can't separate your memory from like from what you reality. Read. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like I know that's bad. <laughs> I mean, luckily it's like small things that hasn't been too crazy, but. Mm-hmm. It definitely something I'm very embarrassed about and I want to stop because mm-hmm. I I don't want – I hate lying in general and I hate that I'm just doing a white lie. So, yeah. Yeah. Trying to learn. Um, well, I don't lie and I'm perfect. Oh, well, must so be I nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I know I've told white lies before, but I just couldn't think of any. Like, like they haven't family. affected you as like, they I guess me. they haven't been seared into my <laughs> – my like psychoses or whatever (laughs) um but one big one for me unhealthy habit has been procrastination like Mm. literally it like trickles into every aspect of my life (laughs) whether it was when I was in college like I was notorious for starting a 10 page paper the night before it was due that gives me like hives I feel like I need to take it like on Legra. Oh my god, you said that. I feel like I need an EpiPen. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I would live that life, and I would like pull an all-nighter oh. and do it and crank it out, and it wouldn't be my best work, but it would be passable, you know. Yeah. Um, and Sarah's a great writer. Just yeah. saying that. So it's like when she would tell me these stories because you did that in high school too. You like, did. Yeah. I barely wrote this, and I'm just like, Sarah, probably it's, it's good. And then I'll read it because we'll do like the student corrections yeah, yeah. thing, and I'll read hers. I'm like, you motherfucker! You I started mine like right when we got the assignment. Like, <laughs> 
But I mean, it's not just like when it comes to schoolwork, like it bleeds Mm -hmm. into every dimension, like starting a workout or a healthy eating routine. Like you guys, I was supposed to lose 20 pounds like six months ago. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm taking the steps now to Mm -hmm. like slowly progress in that direction, Mm -hmm. but it's taken me along. (laughs) Like it took the new year to like really (laughs) Well, that's what usually people do it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. If it's a work thing, like if I have to do a presentation at work, like I I have so much anxiety and like fear over it that I just kind of avoid it until mm-hmm. like the night before and it's like mission critical, yeah. you know? And I'm like, okay, I got to really like bang this out now. Um, so you like wait till the heat turns into like a flaming yeah. fire. <laughs> like there's fire on my chest. Um, even if it's like an item on my personal to-do list, you know, like – I I have um I don't have like a planner for like my my actual day to day like personal life. Mm-hmm. I have a planner for work and like yeah. meetings and shit like that. Um, but for my personal life, I go to like the notes on my phone, mm-hmm. and I just have like you know a message with dates and appointments and like mm-hmm. things I have to do. <laughs> um, and sometimes I get stuck in this cycle where I have like one item on my to-do list, mm-hmm. but I don't get it done that like day. you avoid it. I avoid I it. Do the same so I move thing. it to the next day and then I don't do it the next day. And then I move it to the, and yeah. then I literally take it to the point where like, I have to, like, I have no choice. Like I got to do it. Yeah. You know? Like, um, I mo this mostly comes to mind with like adult stuff, like calling my lender or insurance companies or like mm-hmm. medical or dental appointments. You know, I seriously leave it to the yeah. last minute. Um, or sometimes I just flake on my responsibilities altogether. Like, not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, in the last – well, COVID kind of, like, put a nail in this, right? Because we weren't out, like, doing things. Mm-hmm. But I would chronically cancel appointments or, like, things forget. that I – Yeah. Yeah. And, like, really the only thing I've 100% followed through on in, like, the last year has been therapy. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't canceled one therapy session in the last year. That's so fine. I feel like at least that one thing yeah. in my life that I've been it's consistent like spotlight with, and just makes everything okay. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like it has kind of created a domino effect on other areas. Like I feel like I'm less likely to cancel appointments for other things that I Yeah, have, the fact but, that you're keeping a consistency. Yeah. It used to be a real problem. Yeah. And the fact that you brought up so when I – I feel like when I start the year off with, like, a new planner and I feel like I'm going to be that person that mm-hmm. fucking does little cute little stickers yep. and, like, the different colored pencils. Super organized, yeah. So if you look in my planner, mm-hmm. the first week of January looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then everything else is just a scribbled fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't – I'm really bad. And like, same thing, like – a thing that I noticed is a really bad habit and it has affected my life is that instead of writing it in my planner that I have fucking bought is I'll send myself a text message. It Like I'll send okay. myself a text being like, don't forget to do this in all capitals <laughs> and I'll close my phone so I don't see it. So it shows up. As, as like if a, you have a me- as yeah. Like, yeah. Yep, and yep, so yep. that's my version <laughs> of remembering appointments. And if I don't have that, there's a very high chance I'm going to forget it. Yeah. So that. that's a bad habit. <laughs> so I do have a couple of habits that are bad, but they had some type of positive impact. Okay. So one thing that I noticed is that my guard goes up. Mm-hmm. Um mainly when I'm drinking okay. <laughs> and I'm out like I'm still a fun person but literally you can 
I think everyone's a serial killer unless you're my friend. Um, and so we were at this bar. I think I was around, I think I was like 23. I was with my friend Kim. Mm-hmm. And this, these two guys came up to us. And at this point, we don't want anything to do with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were really nice. And like I had absolutely no, like no, no red flags to mm-hmm. think that of otherwise. Right. And there's a point where I already – Kim said that she's not interested because she – I think she was, like, with someone at that time. And I was just, like, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. But they're, like, let's just hang out. Like, and then they gave us um, – this guy was, like, I'm going to buy you guys drinks. I'm, like, cool. So let me give you where we're sitting at the bar. We okay. are sitting, like, my hand – like a foot away from the bar. Okay, okay. So he grabs our drinks and instead of going straight to us, yeah. he walks around the bar. Okay. And he drops the drinks and then was completely fine afterwards. For some reason, my mind automatically went, he put something in those drinks. Wait, he drops the drinks? Well, he gets the drinks from the bar that's really close to yeah, us. Yeah. And then instead of walking just to us, yeah, yeah, yeah. he like walks around the bar like, like instead of right. going straight, he goes a longer way. He takes the scenic. Yeah, route. he takes the scenic. We route. all know what that means. <laughs> he spiked it. No, and then he drops the drinks, and I like immediately like at your table. Yeah, okay, and okay, he okay. was really nice when he dropped. It. He's like, "These are for you, girls." But it's like my mind automatically just like went crazy. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, we're good." Yeah, and I think I did change the the mood in the table. Yeah, because I was I automatically turn into like what you would call a bitch. I was just like, "Oh, I'm good. I don't need any more drinks." Um, <laughs> even though I went to go get my own, but then those drinks were just sitting there. Yeah, and I remember I was like, "He's just gonna let them go to waste." I didn't want them because in my mind I was like, "Kim, we're not drinking these drinks. Yeah. There, something's in them." Yeah. and so I remember looking at the guy. I'm like. Well, then you can drink them because he was kind of drinking a fruity, like calling him out. But he was drinking a fruity-ass cocktail too. And then I remember he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. The whole night – so we left – and went to a different table afterwards, but I came back to that table and those drinks were still like full at the table. Oh, he roofied them. Yeah, I'm like 90% sure he did something to those drinks because like – when you get bar drinks, usually they're pretty – at the bar, it was pretty pricey drinks. I'm like, the fact that you're not drinking them, mm-hmm. I, I'm i like – I know I'm right. <laughs> so that was when my gut – or my bad habit of being like super bitchy sometimes. Not, I wouldn't say bitchy, but you're just – Cautious. Uh, always cautious. I'm yeah. very cautious. As you should be. I think there is a lot of risk when you go out and you meet someone. Yeah. You don't know them and they buy you a drink. Mm-hmm. Like We've heard a million stories that end up – very sinister yeah you know? and so i think that's how just like you know what i don't give i don't feel bad for being mean because yeah. they could have done something so yeah exactly. um that was one story mm-hmm. another one is that um i'm very shameful of this what? but i have looked at an at like the person i was with at the time's okay. phone okay yes <laughs> um i think at the time like if you betray my trust mm-hmm. early stages, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm always going to have that in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I won't get too into this just because I'm trying to get over it. But um, <laughs> if someone also warns you about this person mm-hmm. and you're already giving them a chance, mm-hmm. automatically my guard is up. Right. So anyways, I <laughs> – long story short, I find something on a phone. Yes. 
And then I do my own research because mm-hmm. I'm a fucking Nancy Drew at this point. Little P.I. And I'm a P. little P.I. <laughs> and I found out more information. Mm-hmm. And so I confront this person and this person gives me information, but it's not satisfying to the point where I can disregard everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I message this person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and Meaning the female. Yes, that, I message yeah. the female mm-hmm. and – I'm at that point where I feel like it's also have to do with my age, but I have no more room for bullshit yeah. for this type of shit. And mm-hmm. same thing with dating. If I if you ghost me after we have several dates and all of this, mm-hmm. I will call you out. Yeah. No shame. Yes. Like I don't care anymore at this point. Yeah. Um, so I messaged this girl. She doesn't message me back until later on. Mm-hmm. And at this point, me and this person that I'm with, we're trying to work it out and we're doing better. Okay. Um, this girl asks if she wants to grab um, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and so I went to get coffee. And mm-hmm. honestly, like, I know this sounds crazy, but it was probably the best decision and it was the best time of me trusting my gut that it turned out in a positive light this girl was amazing and I I feel like usually we'll like if there's another girl we're just like this bitch blah blah but no this girl was awesome like Mm -hmm. honestly if we didn't have this common factor of the same person I would want to be this girl's friend yeah um but she just shed so much light Mm -hmm. and honestly this was like the final determining factor which made me not be with this person that I was with. Mm-hmm. So I think trusting my gut in that moment, even though things were going good, but I still needed to get more like evidence and mm-hmm. like just another perspective right. um, was needed. So I don't think it's a good thing to look at your person's phone or snoop and creep. But Except for s- when you find something incriminating. Yes. And you use that as your empowerment. Yeah. And, but to <laughs> the point where it's like, and the thing is like, I'm going to give myself some credit. Yeah. I've never done this with any other person. But if the moment you betray my trust, yes. it's fucking on. Yes. And if that makes you not want to be with me, then don't be with yeah. me. So no, honestly, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying. Like I've done that too before, yeah. but it was only after an incident where the trust was completely obliterated mm-hmm. and it, it might sound toxic, but in a way I felt justified. Like, yeah. okay, you've given me reason to believe you aren't who you say you are. Therefore I get to kind of like monitor you. Like you're on thin ice, buddy. And yeah. So- <laughs> and I have to say with this person too, that he actually gave me permission at the, he yeah. was like, this is my password. I have nothing to hide. So fuck, I called his bluff. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, I-, I-, I take it back. I'm not sorry. I'm trying to stop doing that. <laughs> oh my God. um but yeah Kathy no shame I've done that before too um you know I you know like I said I try to justify it sometimes in my own way um and like the times that I have done it I've found something Mm -hmm. incriminating that like led to the dissolution of that relationship and at that point guys if we (laughs) I know it's already crazy, but at that point, you don't, you cannot say like, why are you looking through my phone? It's like, I why, found it already. <laughs> yeah. Why are you acting like a cheating hoe? Like yeah. why, that would be my rebuttal to them. <laughs> like, 
It's get, a whole other get, episode. It's a whole other this episode. Is an episode in and of itself. But I get how looking through the phone can be a like, bad habit. Like a bad habit, mm-hmm. definitely, but also like a betrayal of trust. Yes. Or you know, and we get that we own it up. Like maybe we could have done this little meeting, or I could have, or I've been like, mm-hmm. um, sir, I'm gonna go through your phone. Mm-hmm. But I think in the moment I needed it for my personal sake. Mm-hmm. And if and if he were to look through my phone. Other than my embarrassing selfies, I don't really have to hide. Yeah, I don't really have much to hide. What's the harm, like, in your. This sounds toxic. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's another episode. I was going to say, what's the harm in your significant other going through your phone? But that sounds really toxic. (laughs) Um, But I was going to say, like, what's the harm if there's nothing to hide? Yeah. That's really the point. Exactly. Um, Which, like, 99% of the time I've done that, I've found distasteful things that like led to the end of that relationship Mm -hmm. so like I don't have any regrets for doing that like I understand it's like a toxic thing to do but at the same time I don't regret it because otherwise I wouldn't I would have never known yeah and then I would be I would be like staying with someone who's like lying and a cheater and deceptive Mm -hmm. and it just and just because I have fucking liquid courage right now so I'm just gonna say one more thing about that it's 2021 now if you are interested in a relationship that involves more than one person it's totally fine I'm just not that person and literally and disclose it to the other person yeah and you have to disclose it to the other person because honestly to each his own Mm -hmm. it's just not my cup of tea right so Yes. Do you, but make sure the other person is aware yes, before you do exactly. you. <laughs> um, and then one other thing I wanted to say about your story, like that was a perfect example of women supporting other women. Yes. And that's the thing. I will always give you girls the yes. benefit of yes. the fucking doubt because women need to stick together. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And the fact that like, I think I have more respect for the girls that like, respond yeah. and do all that because it's mm-hmm. like go because i would do the exact same exactly. thing so i feel it i love it we queens 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 yes. what's that saying queens adjust the their, each other's crafts <laughs> yes <laughs> i don't know well i'm gonna google it and, and then we'll put it as a screenshot like we say we do what we don't because <laughs> we're lazy <laughs> But being human, sometimes the gut is not always right. (laughs) Um, So I admit that it has backfired sometimes. And sometimes (laughs) you choose to see things how you want to see them. And um, same thing from a past experience with the person um, I was with. I blamed everything on someone that I shouldn't have blamed it on. And luckily this person talked to me about it and she told me her side and immediately I was extremely apologetic. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> well, that's so clear. Yeah, I'm just really, really sorry um, to this person. She's not listening, but it wasn't her fault at all and she deserved none none of the stuff that i threw her way and um i was just extremely blinded and i just had these really deep colored rose tinted glasses just to see exactly what i wanted to see so that's it i know that was a very detailed story and you're welcome guys (laughs)
<laughs> to piggyback off that. Yes. I feel like people are going to like so roll their eyes when I say this, but I'm an Aquarius. Oh, is it the Aquarius in <laughs> The Aquarius in me sometimes <laughs> like, the, I don't know what it is, but there's a big thing with like intuition with Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And I, I genuinely feel like anytime I've had a gut feeling about something or I've jumped to a conclusion, a majority of the time, my twi- my intuition is spot on. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, of course, there have been times when I didn't give the person the benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt. And whew, I was proven very wrong. Um, and usually the, these situations have involved like past relationship, like the hurt and um, – distrust and betrayal of past Mm -hmm. relationships being cheated on Mm -hmm. and kind of like putting that baggage on like a new partner. Yeah. Even though like, you know, the whole I'm not your ex kind of thing, like totally that's a hundred percent accurate, but they call it baggage for a reason. It's hard to unload. (laughs) It's hard to just leave it at the fucking baggage claim and walk away and (laughs) forget about it, you know? Like, usually it's a situation that involves, like, tr- past trauma, my anxiety. Um, Cheating. <laughs> yes. Um, fe- even, like, it sounds so paranoid, but, like, fear that I'm being talked about or, like, judged by people. Mm-hmm. Um, being a worry wart, like... I, you just labeled <laughs> all kinds of bad habits. I know, I know. I have as well. I am. Yeah. I, I'm. A, I worry a lot. I'm a huge worrier, and I also about I, crazy I, things. I care too. about what people think of me. Sometimes, I, okay, I'm gonna get really vulnerable here for a second. So while Jim and I are at work, mm-hmm. we put Buddy in the kennel all day. So he's locked up in yeah. a kennel. He like can't get into anything or, or whatever. But I have this fear that like he's somehow gonna like get out of the kennel. While we're at work, like, he's going to escape and, like, yeah. someone's going to break into our house and, like, leave the door open <gasps> and then he's going to get out and, like, we're never going to see him again. Oh, my God. Or I have, I've had like, that with my cats. I have, like, visions of, like, family members dying. Like, I, I – it gets, like, really dark. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, worry wart, but I don't mean that lightly. Like, mm-hmm. I can be really extreme with yeah. that tendency, you know? Or, like, um, one thing, like, my therapist has said is, like, I tend to – catastrophize catastrophize I think that's the right way to say yeah. it catastrophize but what that means is like I think of everything in like a worst case scenario Same. like I I take it to like at the extreme like negative every single mm-hmm. time like well, well what if this happens you know yeah I, I I oh my god I just feel so crazy sometimes I can piggyback on that real fast I mm-hmm. am currently so I got into I'm just a bad driver I admit it but the fender benders that I get into get into are literally nothing like yeah. it's my car's like a fucking it's my car is basically a um, a box, like a, a regular box, and then whatever it gets hit into, it just gets damaged. But the other car is completely fine, yeah. literally. <laughs> so the <laughs> this is the second one I've gone into where I did a little fender bender. My car is demolished. Mm-hmm. Their car is fine, and they're basically suing me for 
so much. Luckily, I have insurance, so they're yeah. saying they're going to be taking care of it, but they're still trying to like gouge at you first so they can make. But the... that still affects you. Like, yeah, won't that affect your. It premium? really does. Yeah. Um, I honestly forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> 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 um, fuck. What were you just saying? Catastrophizing, worrying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, I am automatically just thinking of the worst case scenario, yeah. and then I'm just like, I'm going to go to jail. Like, yeah. literally, I was like, Mom, am I going to go to jail? Yeah. And then she was just like, no, silly. But then I'm just like, okay, but you're just one opinion. And so automatically, <laughs> I'm like polling my friends, like, am yeah. I going to go to jail? <laughs> like, Okay, can I admit something? Yes. Do you Have you ever had the fear that, like, one day a cop is just going to come knock on your door? Yeah. And be like, your car matches the suspect and <gasps> hit run. I've never had that, but now I will. Because you, like- you put it in my mind. <laughs> It like literally because the front of my car on the like the driver's side has damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, oh like, my I'm waiting for the day when a, a police officer shows up at my doorstep and is like, Your car matches the description oh in a gosh. hit and run, and you have damage on your uh right fender or whatever, left fender. I okay, I haven't had that specific, but I've had like moments of worrying. Yeah. Oh my, like, this could be a whole other episode, you guys, because people get like people get accused of like first yeah. degree murder and stuff, and they go to jail, they get put away, but then it comes out years later that they didn't actually yeah. do it. When I cannot to go to jail right now, I'm in my prime time, I need to start popping babies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but one thing that I have is like, what murder doc was that? I watch a lot, but the one where like it's a baseball game on Kirby Your Enthusiasm, okay, and the yeah. fact that they have him in the video, like in the baseball show or whatever so that like makes him innocent after years of him being in prison uh-huh. i just imagine like i'm in the back seat of like this video yeah and it's like i'm doing something stupid or i have like an ugly face and automatically just like you made that face it's because you murdered this person like i just have these or i have like this one time i had this gum wrapper in yeah. my car yeah and i'm like it's not my gum wrapper someone came into my beetle <gasps> Drove it to a crime scene, was eating this gum, <laughs> did something bad, left my card, left the wrapper. I now have my fingerprints on it. Oh, my God. Like, I'm <laughs> fucking crazy. I feel like this is an SNL skit, like, where there's a character who's, like, a worry whore, and, like, someone says something, and she's like, oh, my God, and now they're going to die. And yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I God. swear to God, We were that's talking about Room Raiders earlier uh-huh. yeah. and how, like, I felt like I was in middle school, I think, when that show came out. When uh-huh. like, so Room Raiders, if you're if you don't know that show, is it was yeah. on MTV. Basically, they kidnap you, and this guy ransacks through your house to see if he wants to date you. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm like giving you really bad justice, but that's how the show is. So I was had traumatic feelings where I was gonna get pulled out of my room. And some guy was going to go through my underwear drawer and find, like, my period panties <laughs> and just be like, or you're like I days cannot, of the week. Yeah. <laughs> like, I cannot date this girl. And so I would clean my room to a T yeah. to make sure that if I were to In get. anticipation. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I got abducted by a Room Raider show, I'm fine. Oh, my <laughs> And I'm in middle school. <laughs> So all of this is, is to say, <laughs> we're crazy. like sometimes our gut is spot on. Yeah. But there are often times where it's, it has nothing it's to do. It's a little off. Yeah. <laughs> like our thoughts are more extreme when, than the reality of the yes. situation. Um, and my perception and like that paranoia that I've had at times has negatively impacted like some of my relationships and mm-hmm. like sense of trust my mental health, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yup. 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 Um, 
another big one for me has been uh like allowing people usually men to have to have like access to me who don't deserve it and that really comes from like a place of low self-esteem and like a pattern of choosing the wrong people and getting stuck in like this cycle mm-hmm. of looking for certain things like in the wrong people I don't want to say I regret it because I learned a lot about myself and I almost feel like I had to have those experiences in order to like confront my role and like the toxicity and like grow from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did have a really negative habit of like looking for the same thing, which would lead me down this path of like awful relationships yes. with people. And then I really had to just like get honest with myself and look in the mirror and be like, you are the constant in mm-hmm. your your all of your relationships. Like you have to be the one to break the cycle. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Embarrassing encounters. I know you have it. So give me it. It's embarrassing. I'm loving it. Welcome to Embarrassing Encounters. The toxic edition. Because uh, I feel like this has been a toxic. I know. <laughs> I'm really confronting my own behaviors and, you know. I'm confronting my demons and dancing with them at the same time. (laughs) Um, So, okay. I got to say, my my embarrassing encounter this week, I don't – I think it started, like – one night where I was just like I had a hankering for pickles <laughs> like, I was just like craving pickles so bad and we have pickles at my house but they're like the little bitch pickles that like are the, the little, little thin bitch pickles. <laughs> like the thin ones that you put on like burgers right oh, okay. but yeah. no I wanted like a juicy like that dill, like- a whole crunchy juicy like the ones you buy at Disneyland I know you resent <laughs> that I say that but that's a thing at Disneyland. You can buy like whole dill pickles and like walk around the park with it. It's so fun. <laughs> Visually, that looks Kathy is really her eyes. Phallic, and I don't know if I <laughs> like that. Um, so anyway, I was craving pickles, didn't have any. So I thought, like, okay, what's the next best thing? What if I watch people eating pickles? On YouTube. <laughs> okay, so for for those of you who don't know. ASMR, I don't know what it stands for. It's an acronym for like a long scientific thing. But basically, (laughs) basically, it's like the phenomenon where it's almost like therapeutic when you have certain like sensory experiences. Like when you hear someone whispering, Mm -hmm. like it just, it's like, it does something for you. Or you like hear certain sounds or like crunching or like people eating food, you know? Mm -hmm. So like satisfying. Yeah. There's, like, an entire community on YouTube of, like, ASMR food-related videos. And so I started watching people, like, straight up just eating pickles. And I just got to say, like, it wasn't that satisfying. It was actually kind of disgusting. So you dive deeper. (laughs) And um, I was, like, watching. And then at one point, my boyfriend was like, what the fuck are you watching? And I was like, I just, like, don't worry about it. They're eating pickles. (laughs) I didn't know how to explain it. 
But then it led me down this rabbit hole where like I expanded my worldview and I wasn't just watching pickle videos. Like I was watching, there's like a whole section of ASMR where they feed food to animals. So like they were feeding a dog a pickle. <laughs> he was so aggressive. <laughs> it, was, it, it felt a little strange. Lie. Um, there was a, this other girl who eats like, um, she eats food on her channel, <laughs> but she eats like color, uh, like color coded things. <laughs> like sh- she has themes, right? Yeah. So one episode, it's like purple items. She eats purple things. Yeah. And the- <laughs> I just imagine like eggplants. What else is purple? <laughs> Wait, Kathy is saying me right now. Like popsicles. Like she was. No, no, no. She was eating like um, she was eating grapes, and she was eating. Um, like what are those called? Macaroons that were oh, like, like the purple, purple ones. yeah, purple colored. Like everything was dyed purple. Mm-hmm. So they have like th- they do a thing where they have themes on yeah. their channel. This um this other woman who's like actually re- she she has like five million followers. Like this has a huge cult following. You guys, um, she had one episode where she was eating like a crab. It was like a crab boil, and so she was just like eating like buttered. <laughs> Cra- like that cracking the crab no Aww. it was it was vile oh okay i love <laughs> no, ma- eating crab is amazing mm-hmm. but watching another person eating crab and how messy it is and like butter like the butter just dripping all yeah. over you like it's it's not appetizing <laughs> i do have to say sarah did send me it was like at 8 33 at night <laughs> three consecutive ASMR videos and at this point like I'm in my little nap heaven yeah. <laughs> like and then I'm just like I wake up and I'm just like okay I know where Sarah's at <laughs> so that was mine personally love it not proud of it um what about you um so <laughs> well, actually yours involves me. it's a combination so our email address wait should I start off yeah, Which you go, you go. Okay, <laughs> I feel like I have to give you guys the background before Kathy yes. dives into her. <laughs> okay, so I feel like I'm monopolizing this section. I'm no, sorry. it's fine. Okay. All, right. All right, I literally just have notes and I just put Google, and okay. I'm just like, okay, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> okay, so I think it was on like Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. So I'm at work. I'm on my 10 minute break, and I go to Google. Like I'm I'm searching something random, right? And you know how when you when you click in the search bar, it brings up like your most recent searches, mm-hmm. right? So like it brings up a string of most recent searches and it it was like so random and like <laughs> it it was like nothing I would ever search. <laughs> and my immediate thought was like, okay, is my boyfriend using my laptop? Because when you have a MacBook and you have like an Apple phone, iPhone, mm-hmm. that's not a very te- technical. Um, anytime you what you search on your laptop, like it connects to your phone because of the yes. iCloud. Mm-hmm. So I thought like my first thought was, okay, is my boyfriend like using my laptop right now? Because he's at home. I'm mm-hmm. at work. Like that would make sense if he's like searching. He's using my laptop real quick. Um, and it was honestly such a rant. It was like working out. It was like uh, – <laughs> <laughs> one one said <laughs> one said orange salmon <laughs> like is the salmon already orange <laughs> but there was one that was like oh oh there was another one that was like what's the healthiest thing on the pb fish shop menu <laughs> another one was a uh, little italy uh happy hour yeah it was yeah and then, oh. and then there was um, there was the last search was 
studio studios in San Diego Craigslist. Mm-hmm. And immediately I was like, what? <laughs> because if my boyfriend is conducting these searches, why the hell would he be <laughs> would he need to search studio apartments? And, and then I had it in my mind, like, oh my God, he's gonna leave me. Like he's planning on leaving me. And I'm I'm just finding the evidence. <laughs> like I convinced myself that he was breaking up with me and I had like a mental breakdown. Like I literally teared up in the break room because I thought I was convinced. And so I messaged him and I was like, did you search studio apartments on Craigslist? And he was like, oh, well, sometimes I look at Zillow and Craigslist, like Mm -hmm. housing just to see where the market's at. But I didn't today. And I was like, liar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, I was like, okay, whatever. And I told him what was going on. I was like, babe, someone's hacking into my phone. Like, there's random things. I didn't search this. It's impossible. I couldn't have searched it. I was working. I didn't even have my phone on me. Who who cares about orange salmon? <laughs> <laughs> and so I I was, like, looking on Reddit. Like, has anyone dealt with this before? Like, is my phone being hacked? And someone on Reddit was like, I had the same thing happen to me. Just clear your search history, and it solves it. So I did that, right? I go back to my phone a few hours later and even more like the mystery continues. Now it's like random, like wedding, wedding things, <laughs> like just random ass shit. Like it was so random. Like I couldn't even figure out who it was because like they were all so di- like all of the searches were so different from each other. And it was all within like a five minute time span. There was like 15 searches um, so then I consulted the group chat <laughs> and, uh, it's a group chat that involves me, Kathy and two of our close friends. So I was like, guys, and I explained to them what was happening. And I was like, help, like, what's going on? Is this fresh? <laughs> and our friend Julie was like, Sarah, um, Google email. Like, do you have a Gmail account? Because like, sometimes if you're like using your work computer and you're mm-hmm. logged into your Gmail, whatever's being searched on that work computer pops up on your, and I was like, I don't even have a Gmail mm-hmm. and I don't, I use Yahoo. But then I thought about it and Kathy <laughs> had created a, we've made a mistake Gmail account. Surprise it me. <laughs> <laughs> that like I had logged into earlier this week because I'm trying to like, we're trying to get monetized and shit. So doing daddy shit, like trying to, you know, be business savvy. I logged into it earlier this week and turns out it was Kathy who was searching. She was also logged into the remade of the And it was like very, because Sarah was texting the group um, chat. And at this point I did not have my phone on me. I was like running errands and all of that. And usually if I see a bunch of voice messages, I don't listen until I have time to sit down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I listen to all of them and I'm like, oh my gosh, Sarah, she's freaking out. And it's literally me. <laughs> and these searches, like they're not super bad, but they were just embarrassing within a time span just because they're so fucking random. I have some of them in front of me. So literally I have dog adoptions in San Diego. Oh, yes. And then I have fucking – 
Tivana, loose tea. Oh, I remember Tivana, yes. And then when Sarah's like, I was cracking up because I did Google because I, I work in like the Pacific Beach area, but I put yeah. taco shop and PB. And then my next search was healthiest thing to get out of taco shop. <laughs> and then my other one was like, how much money do you make with Arbonne? Oh, yeah, I did see that. I, I saw that one too. And it's just like when Sarah said that she saw that, I'm like, I looked and like, I have been Googling the most random shit within the increment of like 30 minutes. And I just was like, sir, I'm so sorry, but whatever you see, please erase. Like, <laughs> and now we're sharing it with all of yeah, you. Yeah. So those were <clears throat> embarrassing encounters for the week. Super fun and cute. Yay. <laughs> we're going to end this episode with a quote. And it's actually an amendment to an earlier quote that I was trying to pull out of my hat, but I forgot what it was. (laughs) So what it is, (laughs) real queens fix each other's crown. You're not trying to steal the throne. You're trying to help your sis into that seat. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know about you, but I'm ready for it to be a real queen. Like Meghan Markle. Yes. Well, actually, that's awkward because they like kind of separated from the group. But But I love her. I love them for that, actually. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth looks miserable. I know. I do not want to be Queen Elizabeth. (laughs) Um. Anyway, that was our episode. (laughs) Thank you for listening. And until next time, bye. bye.